Welcome to Tea and Whiskey. I'm Bo. I'm Ethan. And this is episode... 39. 39. We're almost at 40. Wow. Lord. Quadruple digits. Wow. Who thought we could do it? I can't believe it. We're. All, I mean, we're getting close. We're going to hit our 50th episode soon. We're almost at... Uh, yeah, what are we going to do for... Oh, I, I already know what we're doing for our 50th. What is... What do we do? Um, we're going to... We're going to telecom in Michelle, <sighs> and we're going to do the, the 50... The 100 get-to-know-you questions that we did for that first episode. Oh, that's nice. That is a nice little thing. Ethan... If we can get to 50, we almost assuredly will get to 100. It'll be really sad if we have the same hmm, five, six viewers for the, all okay. 100. We, we've changed some people out. I don't think Ralph and Emmerich listen anymore, but now we have Rose. Oh, good old Rose. But um, Go get your Brussels sprouts. Oh, yes, my Brussels sprouts They just are finished done. cooking. Because now it's customary to have breakfast with this. So, you know what? Maybe that we should rename, we rebrand the breakfast podcast. <laughs> Brunch! Brunch with Bo and Ethan. Brunch! Yay! All right, ready? Actually, I'm supposed to let it sit for a minute, but I'm, I'm brave. Yeah, just go ahead and let it sit, but just with us. I feel no fear of Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Bring me your hottest sp- Oh, I see a ground pig outside, Bo. Yeah, all the way. Right, right out there. Where? What's- Ooh, look at That's it. a big one. Oh my god, they get big here. Yeah. Look at that. Go little, get your sprouts. Look at that stout little ground pig body. Ooh, what would happen if we let Rosie out? Rosie would probably go over and go, boof, boof, boof. Boof, 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 boof. Go get your sprouts. Yeah, because, I don't know. Um, Rosie's jowls don't allow her for a wolf. It's yeah. more of a boof. She's a boofer. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's a thing. Oh, no, it is. It was in the Kavanaugh trial. It's when you put, uh, it's a uh, specific, I, the definition I found. Oh, it's standing on its hind, le- hind legs, Bo. Like a muskrat? Yeah. Oh. Um, but, uh, boofing, the definition I found was shoving drugs up your anus for a quicker, more powerful effect. Oh, so like, uh, like a, like a butt chug, if you will. Yeah, or a, the vodka tampon. Oh, yes, the vodka tampon. Remember when that was that. killing girls in high schools? Huh? Remember when that was like happening and it was killing people? No. Yeah. It's too much too fast, Bo. It kills people. Too fast, too furious. Too vodka much tampon. vodka. Vodka ta- Too fast, too furious. That's actually how Paul Walker died. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> well, he crashed because he was drunk from the vodka-soaked tampon. He thought he had enough time to drive home. He was wrong. It kicked in within the first ten seconds of yeah. entering his body. Oh. Wouldn't that be sad if, like, an autopsy just now came out and they were like, he boofed. He was a boofer? The poof is... Drinking game. <laughs> uh, but... Bo made a delicious hash that I'm eating. I did. I it did. is sweet potatoes and corn. Is there anything else? Sweet Ma- potatoes, corn. There is some a burnt garlic and uh, <laughs> chives. Good. Uh, salt, pepper, nutmeg, and a little bit of cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very fall. It's very, very tasty. Don't chew into the mic. <laughs> That's gross. Free ASMR. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They don't want to hear us chew. I say that as if most people pay for their ASMR experiences. I don't even understand. What do, what, what do people, how do you, how, okay, first of all, how do you learn that you enjoy ASMR? Um, it just happens. I imagine. Like, like, do you think it's, they're I watching. Imagine, I imagine it happens when you're in school and someone's like, I have a secret, and they whisper it, and you like, you're like, tell me another secret. Oh. And, and they're like, what? And you're like, just tell me. You grab them by the arm, and you're like, just tell me another secret, oh, man. I don't like that. No, do you think it's like they co- they watch like 
uh, Lydia Bastianich's My Italian Kitchen and listens. <laughs> wow. And you really had that fucking locked and loaded. <laughs> you know what? Reference. It's a great show. It's a great show. That's PBS right there. Public broadcasting. I forget what show it is. I think it's uh, Great British Bake Off. This is Lydia Bastian. <laughs> Great British Bake Off. When a contestant starts to get overwhelmed and like get frustrated and like cry or get really upset, mm-hmm. the host will go over to them and just start saying brand names and really bad curse words so that they can't use that footage. Yeah, so that the editors can't put that in. They'll just go, NASCAR, Coca-Cola, fuck, cunt, cunt. Oreos, ah. Nabisco. No, don't use, don't say those words. Oh, we can't use Nabisco. Now we're gonna have to scrap the whole podcast. <laughs> but that's really sweet. I like that. Yeah, um, they're good people. What are you gonna say? Paul Hollywood's a good guy. Also, the new hosts, uh, they're not. Ooh, look at that fucking break, but that, that was egg good. Yolk break. Hey, uh, what did I know? I know how to cook me an egg. I do. I just gotta get poaching down, and boom. Yeah, I'll be an egg master. Whipping eggs is hard too. Not mm-hmm. like like not scrambled eggs. Like whipping to a peak with white egg whites. That's tough. But what okay. was I gonna say? Um, Paul Hollywood. Paul Hollywood's great. Oh right, the hosts of Great Whatever. <laughs> the old ones were great. I like that you've just given up. The second you mess up, you're like, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Well, Can normally I have some milk. Yes. Okay. There's some in the refrigerator door. Good. That's a good place for. Yeah. <laughs> There's um, some under the oven. I, you know, Dad, did you, did, when you, when we were younger, there we go, when we were younger, did you ever see the old, it was a remake of the Thunderbirds movie? Nope. You didn't see it? I okay. Don't, I don't know, I have a rough guess of what the Thunderbirds are. The Thunderbirds Is were. It either like Transformers or He-Man? Uh, kind of like, more like Power Rangers. Ah. Yes. Ugh. You. Um, making sure they can still hear me. Um, but... Why is there a bucket of bread, by the way? A bucket of bread? Yeah, there's a bucket of bread over here. Oh, we're gonna put that we <laughs> in the backyard. If you'll look out the window... Oh, this is for you two, audience. Out our back window through the kitchen. If you look out, you will see our yard looking very nice. And to the right, towards where all the trees are, there is a mm, large wooden pole. That, that rises out of the center of our, our yard. It used to be where our garden is, or was. It used to be where our garden was, but that's gone now. So uh, now that's all the remains of the garden. But my family likes to compost and recycle. Mm-hmm. But not that much. Where it's not like, because we got yelled at for the last composter we had, because composters kind of are stinky, mm-hmm. and they don't look great. And so people were trying to sell their house, and they're like, we don't want to be next to the compost people. And we're like, <laughs> okay, that's fair. But you're right next to a penitentiary. I know. I, I know. We're right next to a... Bill uh, Cosby's penitentiary. Yes. We're, we're next to it's a been prison. A, it's been a we're prison. next to a rehab clinic. And you're also down the road from uh, the preppers. We are next to the doomsday preppers. Um, but that large wooden pole oh. that is, how, how can I finish? But we gave them three locations they can officially triangulate our, our position. They don't know where the doomsday trackers are. Or doomsday preppers, rather. And also the prison and the, uh, the, uh, rehab center are literally next to each other. So mm. it's gonna be tough to triangulate from just there. That's true. They'll know I'm... really weird, scaling triangle. Maybe like, mmm, somewhere on this line. <laughs> mm, I don't know where, though. Um, but basically... Um, what was I gonna say? What um, was I gonna say? The compost, the, the bread bucket. Yes. 
So, you saw the pole. It's surrounded by uh, grass that hasn't been mowed for a while. It has a bird feeder next to it. And there's a little platform on top. Mm -hmm. We use that as a way to compost without really composting. Because we have lots of birds nearby. So, if we have leftover food that we are mindful enough not to just throw away. We just put it in that little platform, and birds will come, and they'll eat it. Yeah. Except it's not like songbirds. It's like ravens and vultures. <laughs> uh, we call it... What do we call it? Uh, the perch. The perch. The perch, with little air quotes. We that used was to call it, dad. We used the to call platform? it the sacrificial platform. But uh, the perch definitely has a but cuter the ring to it. caught wind of that, and they were upset. Yeah, they didn't like sacrificial platforms, so perch instead. But that's what we have. So that's what the the bucket of bread is for. The ravens love. DeSales, oh, okay. our alma mater now, has been overrun by turkeys. What? There are turkeys all over campus. No, they're not. I, I need to pull up a picture. I forget who like tweeted them, but... It was yeah. There are turkeys all over the campus. Do they have perches for them? No. Um. They were just kind of outside of John Bell's office one day. Really? Yeah. Oh, I can't find it. I don't know who. Do you think they were complaining about the season this year? (laughs) They're like, I don't know about Christmas for Pemberley's. I'm sure it's going to be a Christmas Thanksgiving. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. I don't really. I'm not. I'm not really a fan of this direction we're going. (laughs) And Cherry Orchard seems a little heavy for these kids. So I'm just gonna. Throw it out they there. They lost their best actors. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe the turkeys are there complaining. Maybe they, maybe. Well, we were driving by uh, sales. the whole cast was, and we were talking about, they were like, wow, look at that giant Jesus. And one of the people was like, what an extreme waste of money. They could be giving out for scholarships. And I was like, do you understand that like 90% of sales students have scholarships? No, everyone has a scholarship. We all have scholarships. If you're in the theater program, you have at least like five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, that wasn't money that the school's like. We can finally build this Jesus statue. No, it, it was donated. Money was donated, and people said, "We want you to build a Jesus statue." Yes, but then we were saying. Then I was thinking, like, well, they donated all this money to make the second tallest Jesus statue on the East Coast. Why not just bite the bullet? Why not just go for number one? <laughs> like. You're already sinking a million dollars into this Jesus statue. Why not sink? Why not 1.5? Exactly. We're, uh, I don't know, six? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know how much it would cost to make the world's largest Jesus statue. Not the world. No. That's in Rio. Yeah, that's Rio. Fun fact about the Rio Jesus. Mm. Did you know that they have underneath the first layer of Jesus, which is like like a concrete, it's, it's like shaped concrete or whatever the hell it is. It's not concrete. It's something more appealing. That you supped that milk in a disgusting manner. You drank it like someone who has been in a desert for 30 years. And for the first time you've come to, I don't know, the Great Lakes. And you try to drink all of the lake at once. That's how you drank that milk. I could see the milk pouring into your gullet through the bottom bottom view. But lo- between your lower lip... And your top teeth, because you had you hadn't even like fully put your lips around it. You were just kind of like funneling it into I was yourself, just allowing access of my body to the milk. It was uh, it. It looked a little bit like a serpent consuming a deer, <laughs> or just the eager. I'll be eagerness. honest. My consumption of food and drink has been compared to worse. 
That's fair. Um, I used to always go for the turkey leg for Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. I was back in my carnivore days, mm-hmm. um, and I would wolf it down. And there are pictures somewhere on Facebook of me devouring it, and it looks like I just killed it. And I'm and I'm trying to eat it before it has a chance to come back to life. That's upsetting. Yeah, I um, I mean, you know how I eat chocolate. I do. Yes, uh, using your entire face. <laughs> I don't try to. <laughs> Even when I have the milkshakes and it and it's through a straw, you, still... you look up and you're like, Ethan, and I go, yes. <laughs> okay, sure. That's my chocolate eaten voice. Oh, okay. I'm eating chocolate. And I go, yes, yeah. And then and you once go... you're done, you're like, oh, that and... was a delicious cup of coffee, and you're like, what? <laughs> and you go, and you go, you're drinking a milkshake, and I go, yes. Mm. And you're like, through a straw, and I'm like, yes. And you go, so explain to me how there is chocolate. On top of your nose. Ethan, how did you manage to get so much chocolate in your ears I don't that know. it's pouring out like a waterfall now? Mm, this is a good milkshake. <laughs> um, oh, we, we, jumped, we hopped, skipped, and jumped far away from what our original topic was, so I don't remember it now. So uh, you drove by for work. What else about work do you have to say? Um, we have two weeks left. Oh, tomorrow? Well, regular scheduled programming. No, no, not regular scheduled programming. Because tomorrow... You're good. You go. Be free. (laughs) My dad left a note because he didn't want to interrupt the podcast. (laughs) He has your car. You do? Well, that's because we're going to cut and stack wood today. I thought you were going to say cut your car. Right, because we're going to cut my car in half for a magic trick and then glue it back together. It's not magic trick. We're just destructive. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, almost said we'll edit it out. But and then you just I, did. I remembered Michelle's hurtful tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Bo cried in his bed last night for this tweet. I didn't cry in my bed. I found out about it 30 minutes ago, and I think it's very funny. You did cry in your bed, but it was unrelated. Oh, that's like the... Uh, I don't remember. Is that? It's a. It's a. It's an episode of How I Met Your Mother where they make a drinking game about whatever the character's name is. Barney. Barn. No, it's not Barney. Ted. Oh yeah, Ted. Everything that Ted does. No, it's not Ted. It's one of Robin. Robin has gotten a show where she interviews people on TV, and apparently she goes, "But I'm a a lot." Oh yeah, but um, but I'm a. Um, but, I mean, that's a common thing. Yeah, but she says it a lot. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, the students make... Because there's, there's also, like... The a, students make a drinking game There's also about a game it. that they play with someone else's life, I remember. Whatever. They play a lot of games with each other's but lives. But they make a drinking game where every time she goes, but I'm a... You take a drink. Yeah. So, she finds out about it, waits until they're doing the game, and then just pours on the but and they get, until they, and they get kill themselves frat. by drinking, <laughs> and then she's uh, responsible for the death of fourteen. Students. And that's the last episode. And then uh, it's actually her talking to her children uh, about how they killed her mother. Mm-hmm. Yep. So no, no, no. But so uh, we very easily could do the same thing. But yes. they, no one actually drinks to it. It was just a funny tweet. Yes. It's a funny tweet. A harmless tweet. I thought you were going to say there was a drinking game where you cry in your bed. No. Not no, anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> the drinking game just used to be, Bo has a bottle of wine. Bo has a bottle of wine, plus some. And doesn't and... remember anything. Nope. 
You know what? Well, you know what's not too bad. Normally, the night I was only when I went out where things ended poorly. Normally, it's tr- uh, normally, yes. Normally, if I just stayed it in, ended, had a bottle ended of wine, poorly in a destructive way, you always got sad if it was just a night in. It was oh, like, yeah. if, if it was a night out, you were happy and a terror. If it was a night in, you were sad and sometimes destructive. Yes, not destructive as in let me destroy this chair. It's more like I accidentally spilled a bottle of wine on the couch. Yes, and everyone go. And I'd go, but it looks nice. And everyone would go, <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. I still, I got to admit. <laughs> you lo- you have, you love the port wine stain. I really do. It's a really good color. It looks great on paper. And I don't mean that logistically in the mind. I mean literally stained <laughs> paper. Paper stained with the purple wine. Oh, it looks great. It looks great. If you ever need to splash up your D&D character sheet, take a little bit of wine like, bless yeah. it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I forget who I was telling, um, but they were talking about how, you know, rarely, like, oh, they blacked out a couple times and, like, you know, drank a lot and blacked out. And I was like, oh, I've never, I've never blacked out. Like, I might have a gap or two, but if someone tells me, I'll remember it. And I was like, oh, but Bo, if he, pretty much after a glass of wine, he will forget the evening. And it's not, you're not even drunk. You're pretty much sober. It's just alcohol has been consumed and now you will not remember the night. Well, because your memory is already rather tenuous. It's, yeah, it's Swiss cheese. We got it. So it's the, coming fast. It's coming hard and like fast. Like there are like twenty connections of, <laughs> in your brain, and the wine comes through and just severs everything. And the brain's like, oh, uh, now I gotta fix this all again. All right, well, let's start from the beginning. Well, let's <laughs> wait for the alcohol to get out of the system, and then we can start making memories again. <laughs> um, that's funny. Um, what was I gonna say? Let your heart speak to others' hearts. Is that the tea? Yeah. The tea bag? That's stupid. Freaking crunchy granola nonsense. <laughs> Says the vegetarian of almost eight. Eight years it is now. Wow. Yeah, eight years. High school and college. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of high school. High school, but now I'm out of college. So. Yeah, Um. I am six months. Six months of no meat. Look at us. Yeah. Like crunchy I re- granola nonsense. I realize I could probably ease back into meat pretty easily because I've been eating, I still eat seafood. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I were to make a je- uh, transition to like lean cuts of turkey mm. and chicken, I would probably be fine. Mm. But as I said in the previous podcast, I would go ham. And I don't mean I would eat ham. I would mean I would, I would ham. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> it's it the find, ham horn. I, it, it, fan, it finds its way into my daily conversations now, where I'll just be talking, or like sitting on the bus, and I'll go ham, <laughs> and people will go what? I'll go no. You'll go if you know what I mean. If you know what I'm ham, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you said a word. What does that mean? What What does that mean? I need more context to assume you a double entendre. You never told us about what your work is tomorrow. Oh, not. Mm-hmm. Amaya's High School, which is where we were going, got flooded. Those suckers, no one was harmed. The theater is okay. But the <laughs> school is closed for renovations. So, I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Boo-da-boom, boo-da-boom. Did I ever tell you about the one senior prank at my high school? The pregnancy scare? No. No. No, <laughs> no there was a year where we had like five girls walk across pregnant, though. Wow. Yeah. There's not much to do. You do drugs and you do each other. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Which did you choose? Neither. Well, you got to do something with your life, Ethan. <laughs> Run away. Okay. Okay. But uh, <laughs> but um uh, 
But I'm a drink, 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 drink. No, it was shortly before Thanksgiving break. Mm. They let loose a bunch of wild turkeys into the school. That sounds horrible. Oh yes, you did tell me. And they got they did not find all of them, mm-hmm. and one of them had gotten up into. I don't know if it was an air vent or a rafter in the theater. Oh, I want to say air vent. And it died, and it stunk up the whole school. Because it died and was there for all of Thanksgiving break. So then they had to... Co- they had to why, did they close down the school to find it? No, I think they just... Go on a manhunt? When no, it's I really mean, a turkey hunt? No, because I mean, my school is used to the smell of dead animals. What? Uh, because of Slaughter Day. No, 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 no. I understand that, but not in the in the in the school. Yeah. What? Pretty much in the school. They had a slaughter in the school. A slaughter day, not a slaughter. Oh. Not a week. <laughs> One slaughter. That won't get enough meat, Bo. <laughs> we got a whole week. An entire celebration. <laughs> it's a bacchanalia of rednecks. Oh my God. <laughs> I love bacchanals. I yeah. love them. I don't want to be a part of them, but I want to. I I have always I have always wanted to. I always like dreamt of being like a Jay Gatsby kind of character <laughs> who throws these great parties but is never there. Because I want to facilitate happy parties, but I ruin parties. <laughs> what do you mean? Like drunk Bo stumble bumbles into the party. It's either already great. Or Bo has killed it, effectively, because he goes and he, like, falls on the table, and everyone's like, ah, shoot, here is drunk Bo again. We'll put a pizza box on him, we'll find him in the morning. And they start writhing and speaking in tongues, they're like, what the hell is going on? There is a little bit of writhing and speaking in tongues in Twelfth Night. Oh. Yeah. Does Malvolio do? No. Sir Toby does. Toby? Why? During the exorcism scene, we have a little bit of fun. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. For, I'm excited for you to see it. We do. You get to see a part that you've played. Be done by me. Oh yes. Which uh, is uh, <laughs> we which we have not had. No, we. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because you. I mean, did you see me in any of the the Scottish play scenes I did senior year? I was in one. Oh right. Wow. Ah, remember that? <laughs> yeah. I had two lines. Yes. Yeah. And then you had a big panto behind a curtain. Ah, I recorded the monologue, so I couldn't mess it up. Secrets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what if you went to a uh, director, you're like, listen, I know I will not learn these lines. Can I pantomime them over a recording of me saying them? Uh, wouldn't that be nice? What if they were like, yeah, we can make that work. Honestly, I think I think it's it's coming to it. Like, that's why I need to get into voiceover. It's a matter of survival. <laughs> like, I can't... I, I physically cannot remember lines. Well, you do. You, I mean, you do. But it's it a takes, process. It, it has taken... Ethan, I still get um, my opening monologue in Midsummer wrong. I still get it wrong. When's the last time you went back and tried to learn it, though? Wednesday. Oh, never mind. I know! I'm it's sorry. A cruel, it's, I chose the wrong occupation for someone who cannot remember things. I think the wrong occupation chose you. Oh. Crunch, crunch, crunch. What does that mean? <laughs> it means what, are you going to work in an office? Mm, mm, mm. I could. I couldn't. I can't remember names, but I couldn't do menial labor, <laughs> whatever. You could, you could be a, a physical laborer. Oh, no. A ditch digger. I don't like will. to sweat. I just don't like it. I don't no, like that's sweating. No, that's what I told my dad, 
because when I was telling him, I'm, I was like, oh, I'm bad at yard work. That's why you never had me do it. And he said, no, you never wanted to do yard work, so you intentionally messed it up. Mm. And I was like, well. Which one of those sounds more like Ethan? <laughs> I think we all. Why know. would you be good at something you don't want to do? What do you mean? Why Some, would you be good if you don't want to do it? Sometimes people are just gifted. Yeah. Have you ever seen an ice skater who skates really well and is like, oh, I'm not going to do this professionally? Like, what Emily. They Emily's great it? at field hockey, but what she doesn't she... want to do it professionally. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, because I mean, I've never heard of professional field hockey. It, well, it's a thing. I, I figured. Yeah. Professional curling is a thing, for heaven's sake. But, I mean, also because that's a profession, like, at least acting, like, I, you can be paralyzed and you can still act. True. But, I mean, the second you have an injury for professional sports, like, you can easily never play again. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's professional sports are even less feasible than acting. That's, I always In like terms it. of, like, longevity and your ability to work past the age of 35. hmm I mean, that's why... Uh, Look, there's oh, a, little, there's a you... little fox in the bottom of this mug. Ah, that means Howdy. you're going to be attacked by a fox. Oh, I take you, it. You're reading your tea leaves. Your hot, your cocoa mint leaves. Ethan, I don't know how to tell you this. That's not a leaf. That was painted in there. Oh. Oh, oh, yes. We should read tea leaves one day. I'll look into it. I'll look into reading tea leaves, All okay? Right. Thank you. You're welcome. I feel like my voice is being heard. Remind me to look into it, and I will. I was driving here t- this morning. Who are you? Yes. Ah, okay. Let's boogie. All right. Oh, I guess I got to finish the story. Yes. And, um, the... <laughs> This, it was one of the back roads nearby. It was I was on my way. Mm-hmm. It was I was pretty close. And this car sees a, a woman walking three dogs, and it so it pull it like it goes over, to make sure they don't hit her. Obviously, you know, make it be just being kind, giving way. And then the car, the truck stops, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And I see a window roll down, and a, a arm come out and wave, and they started talking. I was behind them, waiting, and they were just having a conversation. And it's one thing if they had just, like, pulled over and were kind of in the way. It was when they were still in the middle of their streets, like, side swipe over into the other lane. So they were taking up both lanes of traffic Mm. to talk to this person. And not once did the woman they were talking to holding the dogs even look at my car as if to say, Hey, maybe you could call me or, like, shoot me a text later and we'll have a conversation not in the middle of this road blocking people. Mm. And I, I, it, oh, I hate it. I hate when people stop in the middle of the road while driving because they see someone they know. And they're like, well, this is the perfect time to chat mm. while I can cause a traffic jam. Mm. I really I grinded my gears, got under my skin. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I was very close to honking. Well, that's, that's, that's pretty bad. I am just in, in, I can't, I can't believe when people honk. I only, the only, like I, okay. If someone were to be dangerously driving, like clearly they are breaking laws and Mm -hmm. reckless, I'll throw a honk. Uh, I'll I'll be like, hey, asshole, calm down. Mm. Which happened when I was leaving Philly last night. This person floored it and drove in the other lane of oncoming traffic to swerve in front of me and was going, I'd say 50 down the, like, not, like, the street streets of Philly, like, the smaller one-way streets, but, like, outskirts of Philly, like, flooring it, going 50, 60 miles an hour. They still at the same red light as me, and then, once it turned green, they swerved in front of the car again. Oh, yeah. 
Very, very scary. That's someone racing towards death right there. Uh, no, I think they're a drug dealer. Because also their car, their windows were all tinted. Did you snap a picture of the plate? I realized I sh- right when they turned away, I went, I should have, should have, I should have called the police. Oh, you should have. You should um, have. The other situation. Can you imagine? Oh, the oh the justice, the karmic justice yeah. that would be wrought upon the drug dealer for driving mm-hmm. recklessly. Because otherwise, we would have been like, oh look, it's a guy with really tinted windows. But when you drive yeah. like that, no <laughs> good. I mean, Al Capone got caught for tax evasion. I love when people talk, talk about that, and they're like, you got put away for 50 years to life for tax evasion. I was like, no, it was for everything else they knew he did but couldn't prove. Mm-hmm. They, they actually, like, it was borderline unconstitutional because he was not being charged for vicious crimes. No. He should have been given, like, 10 years, probably. Mm-hmm. But Al Capone's lawyer isn't going to go, you can't prove he murdered people. And they're like, we never said he did. And the lawyer's like, oh, oh no, you got me. <laughs> and uh, and other- I love how in, in uh, a court, even if everyone knows that someone did it, Unless the party references, the uh, defendants reference it, the uh, prosecutors can't be like, and you also did this! <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you get them, unless they're like, oh, and then when uh, Johnny killed someone, they're like, boom, you're in for manslaughter. And they're like, oh, no, rats, it's <laughs> like, it's like, it's like the, the functionality of a board game or something. Like, <laughs> oh, you can't take a turn twice unless they say the special word. And it's then, like, oh, oh, taboo, you can't say that Oh, word. you got that. Now we get 15 points and you're going to jail for a very long time. <laughs> um, I've been watching Making a Murderer. Oh, season two? Uh, just the first one because I saw season two came out and I was like, oh, I never watched this when it did come out. So now, I never watched it either. It's, I went in assuming the guy was guilty. Just because... Oh, really? Yeah, because that's kind of what... But the documentary, the whole point is... To, uh, to, to show that he's probably, and, maybe not guilty. Yeah, and it's interesting because the whole thing is that he was being framed by the police. And it's not just bad police work, it's them trying to put this guy away. Mm. Um, but what really gets me is just a lot of the sadness of it. Because the, the, the guy that they're talking about has an IQ of 70. So he's not like... A mentally fit person, right. almost like he can still function and have a job. Mm. But his nephew got dragged into it, and the police forced a confession out of him, essentially. Out saying, of the nephew, out of the nephew, saying that he, his uncle did it and that he helped because. But he is actually like mentally challenged, essentially. Like he was in special ed classes. Oh Jesus! And it really made me sad because he really just wasn't smart enough to know to not confess to it. Oh, jeez. Because they were doing the leading question thing where they're like, tell us what happened. And he's like, I don't know. And he's like, no, we we know something happened. We just need to hear you say it. And he's like, I don't know. And, and like just not answering. And then they mm. said, something happened to her head. What was it? Which is a very common poli- thing police do. And like they really try to lead to get confessions. Mm-hmm. And the kid goes, we like trying, he has to essentially guess what they mean. And he's not very bright. So he went, we, we uh, cut off her hair and the police were like you cut off her hair and he was like yeah yeah and he said and they're like what else did you do to her head and essentially they get frustrated and one of them goes look i'm just gonna come out and say we know you shot her in the head 
And it's like, well, you, you, that's not how this works. That's not how police And it's really works. sad. And they show a lot of, like, his family. And it really is just sad. Like, why, do they, they, why do they target him specifically? Uh, because he had a mild criminal past, like, doing misdemeanory things. And then he just had a reputation because it was a small Wisconsin town. Mm. As being, like, a troublemaker. Because he got arrested for, an, for a rape when he was 22. He didn't do it. And uh. they had... But cops essentially were convinced that he did it and kind of ignored some evidence until they had explicit until 18 years later they had explicit dna evidence that shows that he did not do it and didn't he not get freed from that he did get out he did get out 18 years later so he was wait for 18 years for a crime he did not commit oh jesus yeah and now and now i'm just getting to the part where they're in the middle of the trial and i was thinking i should have been a lawyer I like to, I like to, I like to argue, and I, um, because I realize, especially if you're, like, an attorney for a real criminal case, you don't necessarily have to present facts for a jury. You just gotta convince the jury. And people are stupid. That's a very... Well, like, people are emotional. Yes. Like, if you can just, and honestly, being a defense lawyer is so much easier than being prosecution. Mm. Because it's... Beyond a shadow of a doubt, they cannot be like w- one person can't just has to go. Well, maybe, and boom, you won. Good job, congrats. Um, and then Rose had the idea that you and I should um, write a series for us where we're two hapless lawyers. Oh no! I I can picture that like we come rushing in like we're both like we're like fixing our hair we're sweating we're like getting everything we're like we're sorry we're late your Majesty. <laughs> <laughs> Your most resplendent lord, I apologize for our <laughs> untimely most, arrival. My honored lord, my most dear lord. <laughs> Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, attorneys at law. <laughs> most pleasant magistrate of the law, I apologize. My carriage did loseth air in its <laughs> left rearmost Air sack. Rearmost, as if there are <laughs> several rows. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? <laughs> it's 2020. What do you talk like? Because we're not going to make this for a couple of years, so it's 2020 in this case. Yeah, 2020. 20XX. Yeah. The year when the robots take over. This is good. What is this? I don't know. It's like a... Like a shortbread. I feel bad because I don't think I would like any of the desserts that you laid out. With icing. And then maybe like a cinnamon Ooh. sugar swirled inside of it. That was good. That was a good neck good. crack. Oh, we still we still got like ten minutes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, oh, we're still recording. No, 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 no. I was worried that... Well, I mean, I was... I don't know. Because the, the problem is... Once we start going, I enjoy talking on the podcast. I enjoy talking to you, no, my no. friend. No, no, and it, it's not—it's—it's it's not that. It's just—it takes a while for me to settle. Yeah, but then once you gotta we do get it, the engines going. It's always like, oh, and now we're at forty-five. I'm like, oh. And you're like, but I had three things to talk All about. Right, audience. So what are the, what's the plan with this deck that's being built outside? Mm. Oh, my, my parents are very tickled pink. So I, I, I like the roof. I like the the roofing. Screened in. Ooh, mm. that's I love a good screened in for the buggies. So it's a, it's essentially going to be like a very nice sunroom. Yes, I like screened I like. in porch. Uh, look no, at the look at the mic. Oh, screened in porch, uh, no buggies, and there's going to be a bit of. You've been to the shore house, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, a recreation of that because the porch also goes off 
to the uh, left of ah. him. And then, ah, ooh, you know how there's that little divot in the house, like kitchen and then dining room, and there's like that little chunk that's out where we have a little garden and a pond? Mm-hmm. That is going to be paved over. Oh. And then out of my parents' room, there's going to be a little, I want to say terrace, but that's wrong. Uh, but like a like a little uh, a little, little deck, deck that comes out of there and will fill in that oh. gap. And then below, my mother demands a hot tub. She says, <laughs> so she can I... jump from her room into the hot tub. Well, all of her all of her friends say that they should get like a fireman's pole. They should, <laughs> or a water slide. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the water slide should come from your room and circle around the house into the hot tub. Bold, bold, bold choice. And it can have entrances from each of your each. Each, bold. Each room. Very bold choice. <laughs> yeah. So we're basically becoming the Great Wolf Lodge instead of the Sarah family house. <laughs> um, That's funny. But thank you. Thank you. But yeah. That's in Virginia. How do you know about that? My parents went once mm. and they hated it. Yeah? Because they were staying for a business trip. Ah. But that was the hotel they gave them, the Great Wolf Lodge. Interesting. Yeah. And that's so all not the a, car- that's not really a hotel. Well, it was for them. It's so- a resort. You go like That'd be like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna stay at you know we're gonna have a business meeting in Orlando, so everyone's hotel is, is gonna it, be in the animal ha- kingdom. Yeah, that's really what it is because the the attraction is the place you're staying. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's odd that like you're like, wow, oh, looks like they're having a lot of fun. Let's go to work. Well, yeah. Well, the problem was they'd do their meeting and then they'd go home. But, like, the floors are all wet because you've got wet children climbing to the halls. You're... <laughs> what a terrible, like, picture. I know. There are wet children running through the halls. There are, and they're, like, they've got their towels, and they've got magic wands that you wave at things, and then go, boop, 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 and then they tell a story. But my parents were right across from one. So in the middle of the night, they'd be trying to sleep, and they'd hear, boop, 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 boop. And they were like, good, ah! thing, good thing your dad brought that desert eagle and he shot the shot the magic wall. I'm so glad you said the wall instead of the children. Because I was like, wow! Father murdered 18 wet children. <laughs> it's the adjective that really got it. It's not he murdered 18 children. He murdered 18 <laughs> wet children. Well, you didn't want them to grow up to um, rob Macaulay Culkin's house. The wet bandits. The wet bandits. Later, the sticky bandits. Sticky, because they went from flooding everything in the house mm-hmm. to um, masturbating on everything. No, there was some reason. <laughs> there was some reason they were the sticky. Bandits. I think because they were. Uh, oh, it's because they were robbing the donations. The Santa, the well, Red Cross. But he put tape on it, and, he's, and, and he stuck his bandit. hands. And he stuck his hands in to get the pennies. And then he made fun of him because he was like, "Oh, good, that is a felony for uh, you know." A dollar thirteen. <laughs> it's a funny movie. Yeah, it's really it's rather scary. Yeah, because like on a couple occasions they're trespassing, but you they they, they with you, the intent to murder him. At least in the second film, they're they're like it's this kid we're gonna kill him. Well, that's the second film. Big difference. Third film's where it's at. <laughs> Third film they hunt him down with a rifle. Third film they have Russian spies involved. I don't. I've never seen the, the third, third one? one. I never saw it. I saw Home Alone 1, where his family goes to Miami without him, and Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Uh-huh. Well, I'm pretty sure it's Home Alone 3, which is basically just Home Alone 1, except Home Alone there's 3, Russian spies. Cold War. I don't remember. Maybe it's not Home Alone, but it's basically a Home Alone ripoff, maybe. Yeah. I think it's Home Alone 3. 
But no, but you're thinking of Red Dawn. It's not Red Dawn, <laughs> my lord, Red Dawn. But basically, it's Home Alone, but with Russian spies, and they gotta get a secret. Oh, code. where the Russian spies are Home Alone, and yeah. an American boy comes and like, Dosvidanya, little boy, and they catch his hair on fire. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. The Russian spies are trying to break in because the kid has like a the magic. Microchip or something stupid like yeah. that. Something an SD only, card. Only the 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 I guess nineties could produce. Eighties, yeah. nineties, thirties. Came out in the nineties. Nineteen twelve. A silent film starring Charlie Chaplin as the Wet Bandit. And Macaulay Culkin <laughs> as Macaulay Culkin. What? A, There's a Home who, Alone reboot coming out soon. Who would birth a child and go, Macaulay? This is Macaulay. It's Macaulay. Um, someone who's very Irish. I don't... That seems like an Irishman that what's the, the Irish people would make fun of. What's like, the Irish Irish hero's name? Something McCool? What? Joe McCool or something like that? I don't know what the hell you're on about. Oh, well, like, in Irish folktales, you know how Bald... St. Patrick? No! <laughs> you know how in Norse mythology, Balder is everyone's favorite thing in the world? Baldur's Gate, yeah. Yes, Baldur's Gate. That Balder. <laughs> Basically, Balder is the best person in the world, and then he dies because Loki is the worst. And then everyone's like, well, I guess Thor's not bad. So Thor is the flagship. Well, for all of Ireland, there was a hero, and I don't remember what is... It's Finn. His name is Finn McCool, which is the most ridiculous name yeah. you've ever heard, but, but it know. really fits. If you know. imagine some like adventurer going through all of Ireland, killing giants... And I don't know, playing the fiddle really well. Yeah. It's his name's gonna be Finn McCool. Okay, but you know how, like, white people will make fun of white people with very, like... Bob oh, Smith, this, the, yes. this is my friend, Skyler. And, like, stuff like that. I feel like Macaulay is the Irish equivalent of that, like... Hi, Tatoi, look at my boy Macaulay. I don't know what accent that was, <laughs> but I loved it. It sounded like... I heard a possessed Jamaican man. <laughs> this is my friend Macaulay. <laughs> but, um... Bumbleclat. Oh, no. That's the bad one. We're going to get canceled now. By who? The Jamaican you government. All of Jamaica's going to come and they're going to beat us to death. Wait, what, what are our official positions? You're uh, the CFO. Because you you made you've invested more money. I don't want to talk about it. You're CFO it. and producer. Right? Um, I'm head writer that, and definitely. executive producer. I don't know what the difference is. I've put less money into it. Uh, okay. Now, who's CEO and who's president? I don't know what the difference is, if we're being honest. <clears throat> hey, Siri. I think... Well, I, well, See, you always talk... I always go... I think botched <laughs> is what it came I, out. No, no, no. Well, I let, think I... Let me... I, 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 hey, Siri. Um, what is the difference... Between a CEO and a president. I think... My web search turned something up for what is the right. difference Investopedia. That feels I like think a good I one. know the difference. The CEO... I take it back. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. I, well, I, in I, general, okay. the chief executive officer is considered the highest ranking officer in a company, and the president is second in charge. However, in many corporate governance and structure, many permutations can take place. So the roles of this, both the CEO and president may be different depending on the company. Okay. All right. So. CEO. Since you're CFO, I'll be CEO, but then you can also be president. 
Can't we just be co-CEOs? Doesn't that make sense? We're going to be C-O-C-E-O? Yeah. All right. C-O-C-E-O. We're going to have it embalmed and put it... Kokyo? No, no, no. It's not Kokyo. Have you heard about um, Netflix? I have. What about Netflix? I have heard of Netflix. What what about it? They want to start a Legend of Zelda series. They do? Yeah. Will it be good? No. No, I didn't think so. Because I, I was listening to a podcast about it, but I want to hear what your thoughts are. Like, how would you go about making a Legend of Zelda TV show? A TV show? It's got ten episodes. Well, you can't do an adaptation of the games. Because that would be... I guess you could... I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I do not write a movie. I don't write. I do not write a movie. I do not write a movie. I do not write a show. I watch a show. And then I, will, I observe I will, the show. I will get mad about the show being bad. But, oh, that was like, that's something someone said. That's an argument I always like. Like when people say, oh, oh you can't complain about this movie you being could bad. Do you better. could do better. Like, do you know when food tastes bad? Do you know? Yes. Mm. Can you cook a beautifully poached egg? No. No. Boom. There you go. There's a difference. Oh, yeah. I, uh, you don't have to be a five-star chef to know No crit- no, no critic can do anything that they critique, typically. Like, unless oh, they're a true. retired one of those. Mm-hmm. But, like, a, thir- a, a, a 28-year-old theater critic is not a retired oh. actor. They be. probably were a theater major. They mm. might have some experience, but there's probably a reason that they are not no longer doing acting for the uh, the main thing. Mm. Like they're, but they know it. They can't do it, but they know it. Mm. Now, I don't think uh, if you know nothing about film, you should be able to critique a film. Like if you go in and you're like, I don't know. It just I didn't like it. Not enough booms. What about what about it? Then you're like, well, I I thought that the uh, film rate did not allow for enough emotion to come out of yeah, their if shots. Like, if they actually, if they actually had a re- like, if they actually at least, you know, know what they're saying and talking about, yeah. I didn't I didn't like that car because it's had its tires spun too fast <laughs> when it was stopping. I didn't like that part of well, you're, you're, the show. You are clawing at your brain to get these words to come out. I am trying so hard to make them incongruous. You, that was it's very difficult. I I uh, I didn't like the show because uh, you know the part where they tip the, they they had the dance with the loud clacking. I I thought that that maybe could have gone on a little longer. Because, you know, they would... They we're going to end the podcast now. They were doing really good. And, uh, All right, and um, then when the guy so these comes are, in... This is your co-CEO I didn't, I didn't think signing that really, off. Uh, um, follow us on I, Twitter. I think he maybe could have had whiskey, some broader uh, shoulders. On, uh, also on Instagram, at Team Whiskey. Shoot us an email if you have anything jacket. we want to discuss or I, any critiques. I think the jacket uh, maybe could have been adjusted to be a way and, that, you um, know. We'll see you all here next time. For more tips all right. dancing. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I thought that was cool.